Hi, I'm Britt. And my name is Alyssa. And this is Skeletales. Hey, Britt, how you doing today? Hi, girl. It's been a week. Can I just say, <laughs> we're just going to hop right into my drama. I'm like, a week? A week from what, Britt? Okay, yeah, please. It's Wednesday, a week from two days ago. <laughs> uh, wait, wait. Can I just, oh, okay. Is it gross? Because I don't know if our dear <laughs> listeners can handle another disgusting intro. It, it can is either, gross. It is gross. God damn it. Yeah. Oh, I just slammed the table. We've got a theme. We've got a theme, and I'm sticking to okay, it. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll start with this. Urban farming is not for the faint of heart. Oh. Yeah, I've got a sick chicken. A sick and chicken. Yeah. Uh, that's like the most Texas thing you could uh, say to me. God damn it. <laughs> I got a sick chicken. <laughs> Got a dangle, sick chicken. Don't tell my HOA because we are very in suburbia over here. Not allowed. But yeah, she's Miss Goldie girl. She's she's sick. And I uh, I've now been hired at the new firm of uh, shit kinks. Oh, systems. (laughs) My septic company. Oh yeah, uh, you're needed right away to basically dig through chicken shit all day. Yeah, that's why I don't own a septic company. I don't know how many. I won't go into too much gross detail. Because Wait, I'll, so I'll she's end... just shitting a ton. You have like a chicken. No, shitting, the opposite. Like, diarrhea. She's, she she's got some intestinal issues. She's not digesting her food. I don't even have like s- clever remarks because this is so foreign from anything I've ever experienced or talked about before. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It's my world. And then when I think about a constipated chicken, I just assume it's an egg that's jammed up in there and I can't get it out. Like that. Oh, the anatomy of a chicken would blow your mind. It's just wild. It's wild up in there. I imagine. And you don't live like I'm not allowed to have chickens where I live, but I have like an acre of land. It's stupid that I don't have chickens. And you can't have chickens either. Yeah, because our HOA thinks they're for poor people. Or some shit. They're assholes. I'm ready to. I'm ready to fight our HOA on it. Our HOA sucks. We don't really have an HOA. We. I don't. You know what? This is really thrilling podcast (laughs) material here. You know what? Let me just. I'm I'm just gonna pull up my covenants over here. My the covenants of my property. And let's get into this deep. Okay. No. 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 Okay. How was your week? How was your week? How was your week? Dude, I don't even know. What did I do? I've been very in podcast. I call it podcast hell, but it's called podcast heaven. More heaven. like. I, um, okay. And things are looking up. Things are looking up in the world of Alyssa. There's no more. We Our septic has been flowing for a few days now. Okay? Boom. Yes. No done. more poo. The shingles have cleared up. Boom. Great. Love uh, it. I um oh I won my tennis matches this week so or just awesome. one so we're going to playoffs so that was a good thing um did anything spooky I, you know what the gross stuff is more entertaining I feel like I had a boring week <laughs> gosh where's the drama where is the drama in my life um you don't I, need drama you don't need you know I you- mean the big thing that happened this week Brett 
which yeah. we're now speaking from the past. Like four weeks out. <laughs> I was like, we're time travelers. But really, no, because everything you hear is happening in the past. It would be more impressive if we could listen to something in the future, right? That's the Ooh. impressive side of time travel. Yes. <laughs> um, but the big thing is that we launched the podcast. That is where, Woo! that is the big news Woo! of my Woo! life. Um, yeah, right I'm excited. I'm so excited. I mean, I was nervous. I'm excited. I, uh, yeah, I was like, we need, we set this deadline for ourselves and we fucking nailed it. We did it, you know, for a bit of a, uh, spontaneous let's just do this shit kind of throw together a, yeah. a night of recording on a microphone we we, we yeah know, i say we you cobbled together some words with uh, me <laughs> you are valuable invaluable how you know that always messes me up valuable and invaluable mean the same thing they seem like they would mean opposite things opposites like, you, you're so valuable you can't even put a price on you so therefore you're invaluable that's what that means thank you but that is what that means so uh, (laughs) a part of the podcast i could not do it without you and thus far the feedback is that you are the warm lovable southern belle and i am uh, she's all right too (laughs) what no that was (laughs) i mean that's what you told me. Yeah, yeah, she's fine. No. Well, it was my... Fr- if It would be weird if my friend from my book club said, oh my gosh, Alyssa's blowing it out of the water. She's hilarious. Oh, oh, hi, friend. Uh, I mean, you're okay. You're okay, too. But she doesn't know you. Oh my gosh. Although I had two separate people say, oh, I just started listening. And then I was like, dot, dot, dot. Like, biting my fingernails like... And and then you know, like four hours later, they'd be like, "It was great." I was like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I know. Yeah, I had one Pins of those and needles and the silence. I'm like, you know, I'm taking the silences disapproval, right? You can't just not <laughs> respond. I know. Just what don't that means. tell me you're starting to listen. Just yeah. listen and then tell me after you listen. <laughs> no, I'm like being brutally honest. I want the honest feedback. We want to give you. Oh, I'm so what you opposite. Want. I am like, okay, so if you know This for is our difference. This is my uh, sugar-coated me. I'm like, give me the sweet goods. And you're just like, I want the dirt. I want to know what's wrong. Yeah, I want to point out all my flaws, please, so I can just try to fix them that's i don't like i we want we want solid material we want to hear what you all are thinking just just email Alyssa separately don't tell me <laughs> honestly please do email you know what we should have an anonymous no an anonymous no, no you know you may anonymous. not be an anonymous don't show your face if you're gonna trash us i want to see your face i want a video recording We're opening pandora's box you. don't do this shit <laughs> close that box hell no i don't want to hear anything um no ever actually people seem to be enjoying it and it's uh yeah no i'm so that's it that was my big my big uh freaking deal to this week and what i've been working we on launched. yeah all week I think that this whole time travel thing is going to take some getting used to. I can't, my brain is just like in a glitch of trying to think, wait, is this going to be in the future? Is this going to be, but what in the past, what can I talk about now? I, uh, I don't know. I (laughs) figure it out. I think I can't think about it. And then it is just what it is. It is what it is. If something I say, like the coronavirus, maybe it'll be cured. It'll (gasps) be done. And then we'll talk about it. 
And then people will be like, oh, this is dated. (laughs) Jeez. God, please be true. Well, today, Brett, I have an old timey story to tell you. Um, Well, it's not an old timey ghost, but it's an old timey story. It's from the oldie times, okay? The oldie times (laughs) of 1890. And it was. That's pretty old. (laughs) It is. And it was given to me by my friend Mandy, who has. One of the most amazing Instagrams you will ever lay eyes on, especially if you're into like historical anything or nostalgia. Ooh, all right, I'm checking it out okay. right now. And yeah, it's called Paper of the Past. So Paper of the Past. Listeners, I'm I'm making Brett go over there and Ooh, look at it with book, me. It's book time capsules. This is yeah. our jam, Alyssa. Dude, it is the coolest <gasps> stuff. Um so it's uh so it book time capsules plus fine found art and it's scrapbooks basically she has a collection of like 400 oh or more gosh. scrapbooks from all eras like the 1800s and uh, this is a audio podcast i'm not doing the visual eye candy justice nope. that we are looking at right nope. now so Just please take the words go paper of the past from mandy um so she sent me a letter I'm very excited to read this today. And it's not a ghost story, but it is some, it's, it's, you'll see. You will see. Okay. Um, so I had to, uh, this is, again, <laughs> I had to transcribe this. Not a stenographer. The handwriting. Oh, from the handwritten, oh, from the 1800s. Yeah. And oh, I'll, sh- we, we will post a picture of this, this letter too. Um, it was extremely difficult to read it was so and there's some that I just could not I did not know what these words were and so I'll do my best but there's some that I'm kind of like there might be these the word just doesn't even exist that's possible or yeah I might not know the word but we'll we'll get to those this letter is dated December 5th 1890 St. Louis Missouri that's three days after my birthday (gasps) and many Years before. <laughs> <laughs> oh, just, oh, you didn't realize this is born Your 1890. Your 130th birthday is coming up, Brett. How exciting. <laughs> um, okay. Dear Robert, yesterday, for the first time, I visited this sacred spot. That's in quotations. The sacred spot where, a quarter of a century since, were entombed the mortal remains of Miss Mary T. Brandon. The burial lot is about 50 yards from a carriage drive and is small in comparison with many others and is infenced. In all, there were eight graves, seven of little children, three of which have monuments. This is like a little bit of a more somber story than... Wait, wait, wait. Who, who, sorry, who did it say? Who's... Who? Uh, Dear who? Dear Robert. Dear Robert. Oh, okay. Okay. And do we... We don't know who wrote it yet, right? This is a boy talking to a boy, a man talking to a man, an old timey gentleman <laughs> Thank talking you for to an old timey gentleman. Okay. In, in my head, I, I feel like it was like a, a Mary talking to her love, but now I, I feel it's different. Okay. So this is a, yes, a, a gentleman talking to a gentleman. Okay, and so, okay, so he, he, he's, we're talking to Robert here. Yep, and he is uh, he's visiting the sacred spot where twenty five years ago Miss Mary T. Brandon was entombed. Okay, 
In all there were eight graves, seven of little children, three of which have monuments. There are two trees of 18-inch diameter. Within five feet of one of them was Molly's grave. When I arrived, the old gravedigger had only a dozen other more shovelfuls of earth to remove from the stone flags over the vault. There were two stones covering the cemented brick vault beneath. I was asked whether I wished to see it opened. And replying in the affirmative, the work of seven men began. He wants to see in her grave? I guess so. <laughs> and this yes. is Molly. He's looking into Molly's, Molly's grave. grave. yeah. Oh, shit. Okay. 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 I'm into it now. They first removed the very heavy flagstones. This was done. This done. The vault beneath was found intact and disdonned. That's a word I'm not sure if it's an old-timey word if I just didn't. Disdonned. D-I-S-D-O-N-E-D. I I don't know. That could just be a transcript. No, I don't know. Eh, Okay. The vault beneath was found intact and disdonned. I I don't know. Disdonned the iron (laughs) casket covered with a box of wooden boards, which were not very much decayed. The box being removed, the casket was found much corroded by damp, but sound and strong. There were two crucifixes of a thin metal on top of the casket, the outlines of which were, were very plain, but the crosses were no longer held to the casket and slithered away in haste. Uh, the the crosses slithered away? I That, again, you know what? I'm not positive, but that's that's slinkered. <laughs> I mean, away. Uh, no, stick with slithered Slither. because the visual. I'm into the visual I, of that. Know, yeah, and you picture, you know, like how a chain <laughs> just might dangling. Yeah, yeah, a yeah, chain yeah, can kind on. of like fall away, and how it would just, you know, if, if an edge falls off, it would pull oh, the rest I have of it down. So many questions, but I'm going to hold okay. till the end. I'm going to hold away okay. in haste. The brick vault was simply damp. But on raising end of the casket to attach a lifting strap, it was found to be filled with water, which gushed out in two or three places. By the time the casket was lifted out, the vault was half filled with the water which ran out. It seemed to be (sighs) pure rainwater and emitted no odor. Good news. That's good, I guess. I was not envisioning that kind of water. So that's good. Yeah, no. So basically... The hole, I think, is what I'm gathering. The hole that they took the casket uh-huh. out of is now filled with water that was inside the casket as they're yeah, pulling it out. Even though it, he said it didn't, it only seemed a little damp, but yeah, sure enough, no. filled pretty much filled with, with casket water. Okay. okay. The, pa- the casket being placed on the ground was left soon to be called for by the hearse of the undertaker and be removed to his establishment in the city, where I found it some hours later. The casket being raised, I turned my attention to the monument and its attachments and packed one of the boxes containing as follows. The cup of the shaft in two pieces. I don't know what that is. I still do. Is this on the headstone? Like parts of the headstone? Like it has a cup? The cup of the shaft, the cup and the shaft in two pieces. Yeah, I think you're right. I think that's right. And it was broken. So it's both pieces of whatever that was. And clods of frozen earth in which green sprigs of ivy and myrtle that were atop Molly's grave. These I thought Mrs. Branded would like to replant at the new grave. Okay. 
They're moving her grave. Mm-hmm. All right, That's all right, all right. You will find them in a square box, 18 inches by 18 inches, on top of the cup mentioned, and in pencil writing on the lid, Myrtle Sprig. That's in quotations as well. Calling at undertakers by appointment, the casket was opened at my influence, but by your request. No, don't do it. <laughs> I, I feel like... I don't know. Uh, he's going into so much detail. Oh, the, okay. Yeah. Okay. Open at my oh. influence, but by your request. So uh, he, I do- he was sent. He was sent by this family, I think, to probably oversee. I guess so. And I right I mean, the removing the the way that he wrote that was very. I don't by my inf- at my influence, but by your request, like. I don't know. Like you guys wanted this. Yeah, so I, I asked for it, but it wasn't it. my idea. This was not my idea. Like, let me remind you, okay? Oh, okay, okay. What do you see? What do you see? Oh, <laughs> do I know what? Okay, I, wanna, I do, I do, I do, I do. I want to know. Oh, okay. <laughs> On removing the lid, the thin glass beneath was found fractured. Otherwise, the casket was in good order, save for five handles lost in removing from the vault. And now you wish to know some other particulars in relating, which I need to be brief. Yes, be brief. Please be brief. Okay. Oh, uh, wait, hold uh, on, hold on, it. hold on. What is a glass? There's glass inside the casket? Is this yeah. a historical thing? Uh, like, of his, I don't think it's I, of historical in, in significance, but I he think... He said the glass was still intact, though. I, what is that? Okay. I think that... On removing the lid, the thin glass beneath was found fractured. Oh, you know what? Do they put glass for viewing purposes? They put glass over it? Yeah, maybe, maybe. Okay, that makes sense. So we're picturing... Because if I, from the very small handful of historical novels that I've read, that when they... Uh, somebody died, there was like a week-long viewing before they were actually buried. Do you think that's maybe what I'm... They did? From the handfuls of fictional movies I've seen set in the 1800s, I concur. I concur with okay. this. All right. <laughs> I think you're right. Okay. Yeah, I was picturing more of like a casket with a glass like viewing face hole or something like like over a face. But that makes more sense what you're saying, that there's a piece of glass and then they just put the lid over that piece of glass. But the, the glass holds yeah. her back for the viewing. And it didn't. And they don't remove correct. it. They just okay. leave it there. That makes more sense. Okay. So... Oh boy. Okay. Oh, oh, we're going and, into yeah. detail now. And and that's <laughs> so thorough. Okay, let's hear it. There remained of the original mortal parts, the bony and in some measure the muscular parts, which seemed to be mummified. The former appeared from what was visible to be without decay. The sheet of viscera had fallen and decayed. The shapely little head turned upon the left side in loading the casket was perfect in outline. No odor was perceptible. Wait, say it again. No odor was perceptible. Okay. I'm very thankful for that detail, I suppose. I'm thankful for him, this the this fella, because that seems to be a concern and oh. Oh, yeah, liquid no. coming from the casket. It, oh, okay. 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 So- also how how can she be so put together? I'm assuming. Oh, yeah, it's Molly. How can she be so put together? 
after being like sunken in liquid? I, you know what? That's a good question. I don't know, huh? I won. I don't know. Okay. So okay, wait. We've got the glass. We don't know. Okay, so we got the glass. Oh, so maybe, maybe the, the it, if the glass is stealing the lower half, maybe uh-huh. of the casket and the upper half could possibly have been full with blood. I don't know. That's a great question, Britt. Maybe okay, maybe, but it, she didn't stink, and that's good. You know, maybe you know. I wonder if this fellow who wrote this letter is possibly still alive. We could ask him. Get him on the podcast. <laughs> Uh, dang it okay well we'll just have to uh, use our imaginations here okay so no odor was perceptible great news i retired soon and softly and the lid was closed closed doubtless for the last time in going away i thought of the sublime language of saint paul that this mortal shell put on immortality then in a glorified body it shall reappear and in the likeness of christ it shall be restored and resonated to rise triumphant with him in his kingdom i i don't know what any of that means that's hard for me to i mean it's like i have a theory feel better I think the guy writing this to Robert is a priest. Okay. I think they maybe sent a priest to like go watch over the body of their loved one. Like that would be the one to go to to entrust something like that, right? That would make sense. And and this next part would maybe confirm it. But uh, uh, we'll oh, see. We'll okay. See. Um, oh, there's more. There's, okay. There's one more sentence. Mrs. Brandon may now know the melancholy pleasure of seeing her loved ones resting by the side of each other. Your official father, M.M. Yeekel. And the monument bears inscription as follows. Mary T., daughter of William M. and T.E. Brandon, born Huntsville, Missouri, April 18th, 1848, died April 19th, 1866. Oh, so she died a day after her birthday. That's a bummer. Whoa. Um, and so what's that? 66 minus 48. Was she 18? Yeah. Oh, don't I'm ask me. Sure. I'm horrible with any of Yeah, because <laughs> if 68, she would have been. So 20. the Molly, Molly was 18. So Molly was 18. And so oh Mandy gosh. had done a little research yeah, into this. Oh, and good. So, I need to know okay. some stuff. Molly... Her real name is Mary, Mary T. Brandon. She was born in Madison County, Alabama, Huntsville, Madison County, Alabama. She died in St. Louis, Missouri, and then her burial is in Arkansas. And her sister was married to Robert. Okay, so I believe Cornelia is Mary's sister, Molly's sister. It sounds like she wanted her family. She wasn't, they moved away from Missouri. That wasn't their home. And she couldn't stand to see her sister, you know, being so far away from her. Yeah. Um, Not sure why exactly it necessitated opening the grave. I mean. Oh, I know. I, well, and then it's like, yes, father, thank you for going and overseeing this, you know, movement of our family member could you just have a just have a quick peek for us let us know how she's doing just give me a really detailed description about what she looks like in there like and you know what's left to her okay thanks bye uh, <laughs> <laughs> 
Do you think that it was possibly Robert who wanted to know, or did Cornelia want to know? Well, and Robert's the brother-in-law, so so that's... It's Cornelia is the sister of Molly's sister. Yeah, yeah. But maybe she... Do you think that maybe, like, she didn't ask for any of that? It was all Robert, like, and he's just, like, a real creep. Robert a creepo? (laughs) We don't know these people. That what a what a gem to find. Like if you've got a box, if you've got a box of just old photos and letters, and then to be able to just come across that one where it's like, and this is what her decomposed body looked like. Like that's pretty. That's pretty crazy. Yeah. So not a ghost story, but old timey creepy story, eh? Oh, that's good. That's a good one. Yeah. Thank you, Mandy, yeah, for sending Mandy. that in. Yeah, so you guys should all go check out Mandy's amazing Instagram page, and it's Paper of the Past. And um, Mandy's going to be – so she's got like 400 of these beautiful scrapbooks that I can't do justice through spoken word of. They're just – the most amazing like retro little drawings and she is putting together um, a membership pretty soon here where you can go and get like sneak peeks and even more deep dives into um, these scrapbooks they're very cool so thank you Mandy that was a that was a cool story um it it, was it cool it was very creepy thank you for that creepy disturbing I had my mouth open in shock for like a lot of that story because I wasn't sure where we were going with it, but it it folded together like it, it made sense. I didn't understand in the beginning, and I'm like, oh, I, I didn't understand either because, I, like I said, I was like reading writing it word by word, so it was almost like one of those like old decoder rings where you like oh write, yeah <laughs> write one letter at a time, <laughs> write one word at a time, and like I didn't understand the full story until it was like all written and out and decoded. Like, oh damn! Like, yeah. Oh. Um, yeah, so I don't know. No, no, nothing really to other than just contemplate why he did that. MM, your official father. So is that a priest? Is it just his dad? There was not information about. No, surely it was a priest. Like, but his, what, they have the did, same last name. Say, your they official do? father, oh. MM Yeekel. Maybe when he says official father, he means your non spiritual father, your actual father. But then people didn't sign off like that. They would be like, "Your pappy." <laughs> I did not they? claim have, to be oh, a historian. Well, I, I, I didn't even realize they had the same name. That may have changed things. I don't yeah, know. but your official father. Maybe I just maybe it says your awesome father, and I just couldn't read the cursive <laughs> handwriting. I think that's. It. I think we figured it out. Your awesome father, <laughs> MM Eagle. Uh, you know what, MM Eagle, you it. are he awesome. Did he threw out a spitch. Spitcher quote? Nope. <laughs> Scripture quote. <laughs> I couldn't even begin to guess what you were trying to say. <laughs> I was like, wait. <laughs> so, Britt, I hear you have a story to tell me today about an old timey ghost. What is that all about? This one comes from my friend Mel. And I met Mel. Uh, when I first moved to Austin, we worked at the same bakery together, and she's a delight. And this story takes place back when she was a freshman in college. She went to college in North Carolina, in Greensboro, North Carolina, at a college called Guilford 
College. And uh, it's a smallish college, but uh, uh, liberal arts, liberal arts, I don't think that matters at all. Anyways, so she's in her first year of college. And she was uh, due to write a paper. The professor extended it. It was due on Friday, but he extended it to Saturday morning. But Mel had plans. It was Friday night. She wanted to go to a party. So being the very responsible gal that she was, she's like, I'm going to write my paper tonight. Turn it in tonight so I can be hella hungover on Saturday and not have to worry about this deadline. Oh, that is responsible. I know. Uh, but she's a freshman. She doesn't know yet how irresponsible she can be. Oh, I knew right like first week. It did not take me long to figure that out. So she writes her paper and uh, is going to turn it in. Um, and this, I, I've not ever been to this college, so I'm not totally sure. Oh, you've sure. never been to Guilford College in North Carolina? Guilford Gu- Liberal Arts College, college in, in North, North Carolina? Carolina. <laughs> Where, where's just Greenboro? Greensboro. Greensboro? Oh. Greensboro. Oh. Uh, but I, so she ha- is on campus on the dorms, I'm imagining. So the place where her professor's office is, is in an auditorium, but it's like the auditorium, but then there's like offices on the second floor and there's also like classrooms for uh, dance and music and whatever else, interpretive dance. I don't know. <laughs> so so uh, her professor's office is in this auditorium. And I did look up pictures of this auditorium, and it's pretty awesome. It's huge. It has these pillars in front and these wraparound stairs that you walk up to get to the main entrance. So she also, responsible move here, brings her roommate with her. It's 9 o'clock at night on a Friday. They go into the auditorium. Now, like I said before, there's different classes here. The auditorium's open 24-7, so people can come and go drop off papers at 9 o'clock. I feel like auditoriums are automatically creepy. Like, oh, I just, they're a creepy think, space. And there's so many I think that's seats. why she brought her roommate. There's like, yeah, okay, yeah, because it's just like a... I, I can't exactly picture auditoriums of the classroom, like you said, upstairs or something, but... Yeah, it's, it's a huge building. Yeah. So, yeah, there's, like, the main auditorium, but then also, like, offshoots so of different you, you said you looked up pictures. How old-ish does this building look? Do you know when this campus was founded? I know that... I don't know when the campus was founded, but the building was built in the 1920s. Okay, okay. So it's old, but it's not, like, ancient A hundred years. One hundred years old. <laughs> old. I mean, that's plenty of times for some ghosts to get a brewing and a haunting, oh, girl. right? Oh, girl. Like, you just wait. Yeah. So they're going into the auditorium to drop off of the paper. There's these two staircases that come up around. This, this is the classy... An auditorium. This is not like my brother's apartment. This is genuine class. Uh, so they walk in and they're hearing music playing. They're just like, ah, music students doing their thing. They go up, drop off the paper. 
And as they're walking down, the roommate is on her cell phone chatting away. Mel's walking down with her roommate. And then she sees him. He is near the main entrance in the corner and he's staring at no. her. No. <laughs> staring directly at her. And she only sees half of him because he's slightly see-through. He is sepia-colored. What? And she freaks out. She grabs her roommate's arm, and her roommate was already freaked out for being in an old auditorium at 9 o'clock at night, screams bloody murder, and doesn't even look at Mel, just bolts out the door. (laughs) So Mel is like, yeah, and she runs out the door with her. She's shaking. She is freaking out. Her roommate is freaking out. They get back to their dorm, and they're like, what do we do? Well, we go to this party is what we do. (laughs) So they start getting ready to go to this party. Mel is straightening her hair, and her roommate is on her phone and says, holy shit. And Mel's like, what? Apparently, the roommate Googles hauntings near the area. And sure enough, that old auditorium was on the list. Apparently, this auditorium was built on land that used to be a field hospital during the Revolutionary War. What? Not only that, but there have been several sightings of an apparition of a man whose name they say is Lucas. How they know, I don't know. (laughs) Lucas. And they say he's believed to be a soldier who was, you know, I guess, injured in war. So when she said he, she saw half of him, was he like cut in half? Is that why? No, like no, he no. lost it, half it, of it, his body? No, it was like he was transparent. He was just transparent. But she was only able to like visualize the top half of him. Okay. Also, that's a good question. <laughs> but... You always know when Lucas is around because you hear the sound of piano music. No. Anytime. Ah. <gasps> she is not the first person to have a very similar experience. So uh, I was reading. Uh, this one was very justifiable when I was doing a little like Google sleuthing myself. There are several like i didn't even go into i maybe opened four different websites and got eight stories from different students or people but there was one other story of a boy i don't even remember his name and i'm gonna retell it poorly i'm sure (laughs) so he was a music major uh was in the building late at night similar to my friend um, and then he goes to leave and realizes that somebody's locked him inside the auditorium. Oh, no. He's shaking the door. He can't get it open. He's like, fuck. But he's hearing the piano music. He's a music major. So he was like, oh, my gosh, my friends are here. They're in the music room. No biggie. He's not even scared at this point. He's just like, cool, we're going to maybe go have a jam sesh. He goes into the music room, opens the door. Nobody's in there. Nobody's playing the piano. And all of a sudden, he gets this cold chill up his neck. He slams that door and he bolts to the front main entrance that was locked before. He runs and he tries to open the doors again. 
easy breezy, the door opens, and he is able to, like, leave the auditorium right away. That is... That okay, what does he want? He's just like wants someone to listen to he's his music. Is that hanging. it? I don't Was know. He... The, he's it's always at the piano, and so many people have heard it. Um, I don't know what he wants. I don't know if he's just wandering around and he's only known to be like on the main floor or on the second floor, like up the staircase. Or so whatever. is he like just that guy who pulls out the guitar at the campfire and wants everyone <laughs> to hear his songs? Everyone's like, no, I'm good. I'm good. He's like, no. Um, and that that's like why he got killed. Is that how he died? <laughs> During the revolutionary war. Was it the Civil War or the Revolutionary War? Revolutionary War. At first, I thought it was the Civil War, but then upon further digging, it was the Revolutionary War. So that was back in the 1800s, 18th century. Like, it's old. Yeah, no, no. I mean, it's, yeah, it's been around for a while. So, fun fact across the street from that auditorium, is a cemetery oh. with gravestones from the Revolutionary War. So it's just haunted. Yeah, no, there's like, there. you're just fucked. No matter oh, what. Yeah. If it's not Lucas, no matter it's what. old Betty from the graveyard over there. I don't yeah. like the idea of a ghost looking me square in the eyes and just oh my staring God, me down. I know. And I <sighs> love that the freaking roommate didn't even need to see it. She's like... <laughs> Out of there, like just bolts. That's I actually have a very yeah. vivid memory of you at, and uh Kat, and we were at a haunted house in Denver. Oh, I'm the worst. Oh my god, you guys house. were like the biggest babies. Like I am for someone who saw has seen genuine ghosts, I am surprised that you are so terrified. Like I couldn't be scared. I was just giggling and laughing so hard throughout this haunted house. And you and Kat are like tripping over each other in terror, like crawling out. And one of you'd get freaked and the other would bolt immediately. No, Alyssa, was this the one where the chainsaw guy came after us and Kat got so terrified that she ran into the wall and busted her nose off yes that's right i forgot about that yes. she had to like peace out halfway through because her nose was bleeding profusely <laughs> she got so scared you know i was just like giggling uncontrollably like that's what happens to me in haunted house i just like left i oh. forgot about that because i also think that <laughs> our crew got yelled at for like Ramming the porta potty or something. The beer too. Probably, yeah. yeah, We were, yeah, super mature. We, we. Oh my god, um, I forgot about that. Yeah, but that's what I picture. Just, I think I have an image, or maybe there's a picture of your face just turning in terror and like running. I do not do well. Even though I know in my head, I have the mantra of like, this is pretend, this is fake. I'm still just like, they're going to murder me right now. I do have that seed of what if a real serial killer decides to take on a role as an actor in this haunted house and that oh, they have shit, true. I've never thought about well, that no, before. You, did. you hadn't? That's what I assume would make you so scared because obviously it's like <laughs> teenagers and LARPers who are like. No, I know. I know that it's so fake. I know it is, but, but it's still. That is that one little like seed oh of. Oh my uh, God, that would be the way to do it. You could that literally be, be standing next. 
You could be standing next to next to somebody who gets their throat slit and their body drug away, and you'd be like, "Whoa, that's very real." Yeah, well like, and done. Not even know. <laughs> Clapping. Well, just beautiful. Clapping. <laughs> no one, please don't take these ideas. They're just for fun. I, oh, we're not, please. Yeah, it's not a good no idea. No serial killer. That's where the Stephen King like comes in. I yeah, that's 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 that Stephen King brain of mine where he would write a story. He's probably written a story like that. You know what, guys? Please, for the love of God, don't pretend to be a serial killer. Nope. Don't be a serial killer and pretend to work in a haunted house. Nope. Don't. Yep. Both. Don't be a serial killer. And if you are a serial killer, please don't try to work in a haunted house so you can do your serial killing disguised as a teenager in a haunted house. Okay. No matter how easy it would be. And no matter how, no, how easy. No. It, no. It would be very difficult and complicated. They do like serious background checks. There's a lot of interviews. I'm sure that you have to go through. Plus, to, be, to haunt in a house? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You I don't worked even in know. a haunted house, Alyssa. <laughs> it can, and I think the I was like 11 alone. years old. The auditions yeah. <laughs> alone. You would never make it. Just give up. It's a bad idea. Don't, don't do it. Don't. don't do it, serial killers. It's very thorough background checks. <laughs> um, okay. Well, you know what, Mel? Great story, Mel. I was very entertained. I was scared. I, w- I was all the things. I am actually a little fascinated by the fact that the ghost was cut in half, possibly, or half the ghost appeared, because <laughs> I read about um, something... Just the other day, I was looking up hospice worker stories because they mm-hmm. apparently, you know, they they work with people on the brink of death all the time. And there's one oh, and tale. Oh, so you're looking it up? Yeah, I just okay you know, material I- material, and also just I'm like, and then I do it at night, and I'm stupid, and then I'm scared to get up to go to the bathroom. I'm like, oh, why did I do that? Um, but anyway, so these are not helping my insomnia issues. I'm like, I'll just read some some just some light. Ghost stories right before bad hauntings as I fall asleep. This it's is never why we're good, friends. Yeah, it's yes. never a good decision. But anyway, so there was this one um, little tale. I don't remember the source. I'm sorry. I'm not going to. Uh, yeah, I'm not going to remember. But it was um, a hospice worker was telling the story. Or maybe she was just a nurse. Regardless, she worked in a hospital that used to be a fever ward during okay. some fever pandemic, I guess. The fever of... I don't know. And they, her and a coworker were working one night and heard these big doors open and close and then waited for the nurse that was on call or whatever to come in. And then that never happened. And they were like, wait, what? Like, you know, how you just get used to a cycle yeah. of just a series of events. The door is open and then the, the, the screen gets pulled back or whatever. The curtain gets pulled back and whoever comes in talks to you and that didn't happen. So they went out to look to uh-huh. see who had opened the doors. And there was this old-timey apparition of an old-timey nurse with a big old hat and her old robes, like nice. walk, yeah, walking down the corridor of this like old, uh, yeah, probably doing her old rounds. Again, uh-huh. sort of, you know, like a story you've told where just oblivious to the fact that they're there, just sort of going through the motions. But... Yeah, like a memory ghost. Yeah, a memory ghost. Um, but... 
she her legs were missing like they were cut off at the calves or the knees so she's yeah. i guess she's like all short and stumpy looking now that i think about this in my <laughs> no she's probably a normal height but just floating no not floating no. but the floor at one point they rebuilt built and raised the floor of this hospital oh. so she was walking on the old floors <gasps> and uh, so like you know she she was doing her old floor routine so it did look like she was so much yeah, shorter so she was like <gasps> sunk into the floor a bit um and then that makes me wonder if mel's ghost because he was from the 18 oh, in the 1700s like and maybe he why, was yeah in the oh. ground and just you know the buildup of soils and bodies and whatever the heck is underneath there maybe that was i why love only this half of him theory was sh- showing i I love me some spooky podcasts, and there's one that of uh, a uh, Austin podcaster who goes to haunted places in Austin, and this is he has a uh uh it's not a psychic who's somebody oh medium medium oh. that's people who see dead people right oh no. Uh- what do you call them? I do believe uh, that a medium sees dead people. They're the ones who communicate with the dead. I think that is the distinction. She is, but a lot I of people are say, psychic we'll mediums. Medium. But it's same same exact thing where she she's would come into a place and be like, "Oh, this place was rebuilt because yeah, all the ghosts are on all a different level stum- than we are. Stumpy ghosts, or just on a different. You know, she could tell that they're on a different level, and it's so I love but this maybe podcast. That explains floating ghosts and stuff. Because they are like oh, how, walking like on a floor that is no longer that there. That doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. Oh, we're breaking. I think we're figuring We've this out. We've got a breakthrough. We're figuring this out. <laughs> I told you. We are going to figure out ghosts on this podcast. That is, that's been the goal. I we're mean, gonna eventually one day get an actual medium on and she's gonna be like listen girls i've heard this podcast and you're wrong no, <laughs> i i'm i'm writing a list rule number one ghosts always walk on the floors that used to exist in their time <laughs> that explains we're gonna co- that right oh, there it explains why they're floating we'll have the best book ever when you st- just keep this list going rule we're number one of good haunting walk on floors of your time Okay, I'm writing that down. Um, that <laughs> explains that. Check. Okay. What What other questions do you guys have about ghosts that we can solve and we're answer for you? Here now. Because we figured we're cracking yeah, codes. We're just you know it's the the meeting of the minds here. Um, so where was I? Oh, okay. Um, so I just thought that was interesting, and also you don't hear a lot about little short stumpy ghosts walking around, but um, oh. It's- Good story. Yeah, I yeah. not ours and heard something. That's almost like what a knee height ghost like running at you, like coming at your knee, <laughs> like ah, like that sounds creepier too. That's like ah. oh, if if any ghost is running at you, no, knee I, that's, height or not, that's true. I guess a knee height maybe you could jump over him, but okay, <laughs> you have a chance. So, folks, thank you so much for listening to our podcast. We hope you found it as deeply as disturbing as as we did. I had fun. (laughs) I love Disturbed. Disturbing and funny. And honestly, if you have any half ghost stories, um, we'd love to (laughs) hear that. Don't tell us half the story. (laughs) 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 Don't. We don't want a cliffhanger from you guys. A nightmare. (laughs) We want 
if you have any full-length stories about half ghosts, there you go. That um, you know, support the first rule of haunting that we've just discovered here. Um, we'd love to hear about that. Little short ankle-high ghosts coming at you. Uh, love to hear about that. Write us. We've got our email at uh, skeletalespodcast at gmail.com or call us if you want to. Tell us your ghost story that way. 302 689 dead. That's 302 689 3323 if you don't have the little alphabet. Hey, you know what, Brett? We haven't ever a uh, URL. <laughs> Oh my god. Uh, oh, are you talking about our website? I'm talking we about have our one website. of those. We have a website now. We're official. It's www.skeletalespodcast.com. You could just go listen to the podcast there. That's where you, you can. can go. You, you know can, you're really wanting to now. Yes, you can click links to go to the places to listen to podcasts if you don't want to listen to it there. Um, oh, after you listen and you just you need some more skeletals, hop on over to our community yes. on the Facebook. On Just search Skeletales Community. Find us on Instagram. There's too many damn social medias these days. We could go on for like 15 minutes. All the Instagram, Skeletales Podcast on Instagram. Go over to Twitter, Skeletales Podcast. You get the point. Write us in, call us in, Facebook us in. We're in to it all. Alyssa? I forgot the tagline. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, no, I was like, I've also, been like thinking about it. We didn't talk about it either. Oh, we've we been ta- talking about it. Shit. Okay, you guys, you guys, I think I think we figured out our tagline. I think we did it. Alyssa, have yeah, a good but- night. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <my. laughs> I like. Britt just got out a pad of paper to read that off of the paper to you. <laughs> I couldn't remember. It was it's like That's this. probably not a good sign up. <laughs> okay, everyone. So Britt and I just talked and we decided we still need to workshop our, <laughs> our big sign-off. time. Uh as you can clearly have heard whatever. Oh god. Thing you heard. <laughs> Keep haunting. But I say I say we come up with Haunt our top time. five and maybe we do a vote. I say we maybe do okay. a vote. I'm still not super opposed to the howl at the end. Maybe okay. no one else howls. Just because it's no words. Bye. That's all it is. Okay, so I'm gonna put hey, that. Lisa. Have a yeah, good night. Yeah, Britt. Bye. Bye.